This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. You have turned into Remote Control's latest episode. Listen in as the GCRN crew talks TV from 2000 to now. With pilot and season premiere episodes, finishing finales, and season passes as well. Now get ready to change the channel with your remote control as we bring you the latest and greatest in the world of television. All from the GeekCast Radio Network, we are all remote controlled. Grab that remote control because the GCRN's brand new TV podcast is here. We are calling it Remote Control. I am your host, TFG Mike. Joining me is Steve Megatron. Hello. Hello. And for his third, fourth, fifth, I don't know how many times he's <laughs> going to be on this show or has already been on this show. And hey, here in the background, there is Doug Abel from Talking About My Generation. Hello. Hello, sir. Ah, uh, yes. So, Remote Control will be. Um, Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy. Discussions in the current TV generation. Uh, in the fourth pilot premiere, we're going to be taking a look at a new show from The CW. Yes, everybody can go ahead and cringe now because I said The CW. But it is The Flash. It is their latest DC Comics Warner Brothers um, live-action television show. Uh... So that's what we're going to be talking about because it spins, or I should say it speeds out of Arrow uh, into its own series. Ha ha, uh, ha ha ha. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not, you know, I got to pull a few Joker lines out of my butt every now and then. Anyway, we're going to take a quick news break. We'll be back with The Flash after this. Hello and welcome to Remote Control's news segment. I'm your host, Steve Megatron Phillips, and joining me is... Dave, Joe, and Mike, but I've been here the whole time. I know! (laughs) I know, right? Christ, I almost think we ought to put this shit in the beginning of the show, but anyway, we'll work on that uh, as we go along. Alright, so, as per usual, I get all my TV news from Kate... Uh, Welch's caffeine collection, collection or caffeine segment over on the televixen.com. This is the October 19th edition. 
And we have, uh, you know, a few season pickups. We've got a few premiere dates, stuff like that. Uh, premiere dates, November 21st, Lilyhammer, December 15th, Ascension. Uh, picked up for a full season is Gotham from Fox, so they will get a full 22 episodes. Uh, renewed are Top of the Lake, Manhattan, American Horror Story, and Dolan M. Uh, DirecTV has picked up 20 more episodes of Kingdom. Uh, the lottery has been canceled. Yep. No, not the lottery that people try to win. Oh, the man, lottery. I won't get any money. <laughs> there have been um, additional script orders for Selfie, Manhattan, Love Story, and, uh, and Forever. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what else? What else? What else? And the one thing that I wanted to, um, there's two things I wanted to bring up tonight, uh, as far as some casting stuff, uh, is that, um, the Quantum Leap team will be reunited. That's right. Dean Stockwell is going to be a guest star on NCIS New Orleans. Um, he will, uh, obviously be reunited with Scott Bakula. Uh, the Battlestar Galactica alum will play Tom Hamilton, a proud and spirited retired New Orleans cop who still has his wits about him when confronted by investigators about a murder 40 years ago. Uh, so there's that one. Um, are you interested at all to see them team up as old men now? Not really. <laughs> I, I I don't uh, one I don't watch any of those cop shows I think that they've been done to death at this point mm -hmm. uh, so NCIS or whatever show they happen to be on I, yeah. I could care less uh, he may be Quantum Leap but he's also Captain Archer yeah, he's, he was Quantum Leap before he was Captain Archer yeah so yeah um, <laughs> the other casting news that I, I find really interesting, um, Skeletor. Yeah, Skeletor. Uh, Frank Langella, the man who played Skeletor in the 1987 Masters of the Universe film, is joining FX's The Americans. Uh, I think this is going to be a great uh, addition to the show. I can't wait to see the third season. Um... He will appear in multiple episodes as Gabriel, who used to work with Philip and Elizabeth, uh, who comes out of retirement to take back responsibility for overseeing the two KGB operatives from their previous handler, Claudia. Um, uh, let's see. So I, I'm interested to see, because I know you don't watch The Americans. Um, it's a sh It's basically a show done in the Cold War like 81 to 83 era of the cold war war um and it's a show that could only happen now like they do the greatest you know we always you know we always say on on this podcast and all of our other podcasts here at geekcast radio network oh cassette tapes those kids don't know what those are anymore and you see the technology that they're using in this show Half of it I had no idea still existed, but, you know, they're, you know, planting actual phone bugs in places. They're using reel-to-reels for, for audio listening, and it shows just amazing. It's two seasons in. The second season kind of dwindled for me a bit, but having him come in now for the upcoming third season, it's going to be really interesting. So, yeah. 
so yeah, it's, and it's interesting to see him without his Skeletor face. He hasn't done that in over twenty some years. I know, I know, I know. Um, and that's pretty much it for the news this week. At least the news that I'd like to touch on here on the podcast. You can click on the link in the post for the Flash episode here on Remote Control's Pilot Premiere to see all of the other news that Kate reported on over at thetelevixen.com. And now we are going to get to the fastest man alive. My name is Barry Allen. I am the fastest man alive. To understand what I'm about to tell you, you need to believe in the impossible. What is going on? You were struck by lightning, dude. Lightning gave me abs. Your muscles, they're in a chronic and unexplained state of cellular regeneration. What's happening to me? Awesome. How's it fit? It's a little snug. We need to do more tests. You're still going through changes. There's so much that we don't know. I wasn't the only one affected by the particle accelerator. What's up? We've been searching for metahumans like yourself. Metahumans. That's what we are calling them. I saw one today. He's a bank robber, and he can control the weather. We have to stop him. It's heat resistance, so it shouldn't withstand your high-velocity speed. Your hero. You can do this now. Run, Barry, run! All right, we're back in the stage dressing for CW's The Flash. Obviously, debuted this year, 2014, on the CW. The show length is one hour or 40 something minutes, not counting commercials. Right now, it is going to have at least one season. I don't know off the top of my head because I'm not looking at how many episodes are going to be in the first season, but, um, you know, we'll see. Um, Obviously, it is the adventures of the scientist Barry Allen, who is a superhero with incredible speed. Um, Steve, I know that over on Altered Geek, we report on a lot of geeky news, superhero news, stuff like that, so... I pretty much know that you had already known about this before I did because you had seen Arrow Season 2 and as of this recording of the podcast, I have not seen Arrow Season 2. I will be watching it here soon on Netflix, but um, when you first heard about The Flash, what were your initial uh, opinions uh, of them doing a Flash show? Um, well, being that I'd seen it in Arrow... Uh, I was intrigued. I didn't like the character of Barry Allen when he first showed up in Arrow. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that's because I had the predisposition that he was (laughs) (laughs) effing glee. Um, (laughs) So once once I got over that, I was fine. And then... um, So, yeah, I I was... uh, I got to like his character the more he showed up in Arrow, and then um, some of the uh, the ways that he kind of helped move part of Arrow's costume along, and some of the dialogue that went on between them. Uh, 
uh, kind of got me liking him a little bit better. And then uh, when they announced doing the series, I was like, okay, I hope, you know, I have high hopes for it. I just hope that they don't screw it up. <laughs> so. Absolutely. What about you, Doug? When did you first hear about Flash? Did you, had you seen Arrow season two when he premiered or not? Uh, no, actually, I have not seen. I, I've only seen about half of, fir- of the first season of Arrow, so I didn't know that this was coming. And I, it, and I know, I know, I really need to sit down and watch Arrow. It's just time-wise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I didn't know until they started making announcements that Flash was coming. And I think that was like right around, right around the start of Comic-Con, right before Comic-Con. I saw it and I'm like, oh, cool. And of course, my mind is going, I wonder if it's going to be good or if it's going to be a flop like the original CBS series that they had. <laughs> so I was kind of like, oh, oh, please, please, please don't let it be bad. <laughs> I think with what, for me, I, I was kind of like, I had seen, I was, I was DVRing Arrow season two. And I think after a few of the Black Canary episodes, it went to something else. I think it was like the fourth or fifth episode of season two. I was just like, there's too many other things on Wednesdays right now that I care more about than Arrow at this point. Um I love the first season of Arrow. I thought it was great. And we will be doing uh, season premieres for Arrow season one and season two. Um, or season passes, I should say, here in remote control for Arrow season one, season two, eventually. Um, and I had heard of The Flash, and I saw all the Arrow trailers. And I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. And then they're going to spin it out of Arrow. And I'm like, oh, that's that's neat. That's great that they're, you know, Warner and CW are kind of building their their own DC television universe, and that's that's fine for me. I mean, the fact that Arrow has kind of turned into, hey, what Batman villains can we, you know, put in here this time? Because let's face it, Green Arrow in comics, outside, this is just my limited knowledge to let the listeners know, from what I know of Green Arrow in comics, he doesn't have a hell of a lot. His rogues gallery is not that large. Count Vertigo, um... Oh, God. Uh, you know, Slade. Uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of others, and it's just escaping me at the moment. Um, you know, so I was fine with that. And with Flash, I I had more... See, I, I don't pay attention to Glee, and I know that... Um, I don't watch it either. I just... Yeah. I knew he was it's, in it. It's well. Plus, I'm 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 sure Mary watches it, doesn't she? No. Or she used to. Oh, she doesn't. No, she okay. don't watch crap like that. She watches worse crap, <laughs> like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. She actually oh, watches those. She watches. I, I got her to watch Flash, uh, <laughs> when I when I got the pilot, um, yeah. and she watched it and enjoyed it. And she's like, "See, I can watch this because they have superpowers." <laughs> which is like her whole thing if they don't have superpowers yeah. if it's just a dude in a, in a suit she's done like yeah. it she's like they suck they have no powers what are they gonna do because mm-hmm. like that that's her argument for batman and green arrow that's why she yeah. likes the flash because she actually watched yeah. it tonight yeah. while i was in class um, <laughs> <laughs> um so where was I going with it? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I was perfectly fine with them spinning it out. And I didn't really have a predisposition to the fact that the kid that plays Barry Allen used to be in Glee. Because unless it's Gotham 
or unless it's from 2003, the OC. I haven't paid attention to a lot of Fox stuff lately. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, coming up in the next couple of weeks, Doug and I are going to be doing a, a pilot premiere on Red Band Society, which is easily the best new show of this fall season uh, that isn't superhero based. Um, sadly, I don't think it's going to last. Apparently, the ratings haven't been that well mm. received, so which sucks, but. Um, for me with the flash, I was fine with it. I was fine with it being Barry Allen, even though in general, I'm more of a Wally West fan. But what I like about the flash here is I don't know much about Barry Allen other than he is a scientist slash criminologist, etc., etc. And I've seen him in like justice league flashpoint paradox and stuff like that. But for me, the flash television show now is going to be, my introduction to the character of Barry Allen, and I want to see how you know how far they take this character. So, jumping onto the casting couch, uh, we have Grant Gustin as Barry Allen, the Flash. We have uh, Candace Patton as Iris West. Um, Steve, what do you think of Iris not being white? I could care less. Okay. Um, I think that's just a casting choice, honestly. I don't think they're trying to change well, the character. Yeah. They they kind of made him so that he's adopted by this family. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, I'm not sure I like that, but you know what? It'll grow on me, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I, I'm already fine with it, with just seeing the pilot. and Yeah. Uh, because the, the, the cop that's like the father figure to him. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, Jesse L. Martin as Detective Joe West, who is Iris's dad. And as soon as I saw the pilot, and I'm like, "Hey, it's green. Where's Briscoe? Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's Ed Green from Law and Order. That is so awesome. I'm just waiting for Lenny to show up. Really, seriously, where is he? Oh, may you rest in peace, Jerry Orbach." Um, but no, I, I thought that was really cool. And the fact that he's playing a cop again, you know, I thought that was cool about the casting for this one. Um, I'll be honest, a lot of these people, even after I've looked at their credits and stuff uh, outside of, uh, Jesse L. Martin, I don't know a lot of these people, which is fine with me. What? You don't know Tom Cavanaugh? Okay. Well, yeah. The original okay, Flash. Yeah. Wesley yeah. Allen Chip. Flash. He is the hey, original Flash hey, yeah. in the '90s series. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, funny enough, they're they're actually going to have the same uh, lady that played the Doctor character. Uh, I can't remember her name, but Amanda Pace uh, is coming back. All she's right. She's coming back. She's going to play the same character. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I I'm going to watch now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know who Tom Cavanaugh is, but I, I'm just saying, like. Maybe I didn't recognize him as the character that he plays. Like, I didn't see it as Tom Cavanaugh, because it's been a long time since I've seen him in anything. Um, like, just from my own television watching kind of thing. So, um, but no, I, I like him in this. And, um, you know, obviously Stephen Amell is going to guest star every now and then, because obviously the two universes are... are um, Correct. Apparently, Steven's brother, Ravi, is going to show up as Firestorm at some point. It's not his brother, it's his cousin. Oh. Wait, no. Ravi's his brother, it's isn't It's his cousin. 
Oh. Anyway. I watch Tomorrow People. I know enough of the... Okay, okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Apparently, at some point in the ep- in the season or series, Clancy Brown is going to appear as General Wade Eiling, which is interesting to me. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I'm still going to think of him as Lex Luthor every time I hear him talk. Yep. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's yeah, that's. I, I know I'm um, ruining it with that, but <laughs> no, it's fine. He is, I mean, he is freaking Lex Luthor. He, he is yeah. freaking Lex Luthor. It's like. When I saw him show up in the series pilot, uh, the pilot premiere for Sleepy Hollow, I'm like, hey, wait a second. Why does Lex Luthor have a giant white beard now? Yeah. Because he, he was in the, he's the, the, the old sheriff in the first episode of Sleepy Hollow uh, for its first season. Uh, so the cast all around um, looks really cool. I'm interested to see what characters they're going to be bringing in. Obviously, they're going to be bringing in Captain Cold. Um, and, you know, stuff like that and other Flash villains, which is going to be kind of cool. Um, all right. Any other thoughts on the cast, Steve? Uh, no. I'm, I'm pretty much fine with everything that's been set up so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it looks like it's going to be a good cast. I mean, a lot of the people that they're putting in, it doesn't look like they're half-assing it. You know, it, it's not your typical... CW Smallville and yeah, I'm really hesitant to say that because Smallville I kind of got the feeling like it was you know it was Buffy but with Superman <laughs> you know this actually seems to be much more fleshed out and much more you know there's substance to it so I'm glad for that and the cast mm-hmm. they've got you know they're they're pulling together really well Tom Cavanaugh is doing a great role uh you know, Grant Gustin, yeah, you mentioned that he was in Glee, and I kind of just went, he looks familiar. Eh, so what? He's Barry Allen. <laughs> yeah. Um, absolutely. Uh, you know, and it's one of those things where um, it's it's fine for me as far as that goes. And, and again, as I said, it's going to be my introduction to the version of Barry Allen. You know, so, um, which is going to be really cool. All right, let us, uh, we are going to jump or not jump the shark. Uh, Steve, what were your, what are some of the notes you wrote down for the pilot? Because the pilot kind of goes like this. Nine months after the Star Labs explosion, Barry awakens to find out a lot has changed. While he was in a coma with his new friends and powers, Barry must try to right the wrongs of his new mentor, and owner of Star Labs. The Flash has abs. <laughs> after waking up nine months after he's been in a coma with no food. Yeah, it, th- that whole scene reminds me of... Um, Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Yeah. The first Spider-Man. Peter, I was like, yeah. you gotta be shitting Toby, me. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man joke right there. But but you yep. know what? This was more believable because it took nine months for him to wake up. So I, I, I can accept it a little bit more than waking up the next morning and all of a sudden, poof, he's got abs. It, he, he, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, they birthed a new baby superhero. Here he is. Yeah. Nine <laughs> months later. I don't know. I... I, I that was just one thing that kind of it, it always bothers me when I see something stupid like that happen. Yeah, 
with, with oh he has super abs now because he has powers all of a sudden I think we lost Mike. Oh, oh. my my dog has some problems. Um, keep going, keep going, guys. <laughs> just keep just keep going. Keep talking. Right. I'll talk in a minute. No, I I, I really liked. I mean, there, there were some things that I noticed about this. Obviously, you know, I I think that this show is going to have lasting power for it. it. the The fact that they brought back John Wesley Ship as as Barry's dad. Just to kind of pay that homage to the '90s series. Uh, I'm really kind of wondering, you know, I'm hoping that maybe in the future, because I haven't seen anything listed here yet for the Trickster, maybe we'll get some sort of throwback with Mark Hamill showing up. I, I can hope, you know. <laughs> I, I would, I would love that. And you never know. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that they'll go that route. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see yet another uh, prison break actor enter the the the, the show again. Because I mean, you've already got three here uh, in this show. You've got Clock King, which they fought Narrow. Uh, you yeah. have Captain Cold, and then which will be coming up. Uh, and then you've got uh, uh, I, I can't remember who the other guy was playing, but. Um, so that's three from Prison Break, and then you've got Count Vertigo over an Arrow. That's the other. <laughs> prison break character yeah actor it, so it, it's just funny there's so many of them in the same show so i wouldn't be surprised if they recast you know with a new new character or new actor oh, for that character but yeah um, but it would be, it'd be kind of nice to see them just throw an homage to to mark hamill at some point you know maybe have him come back and do the voice of the joker or something i don't know <laughs> we can um, hope <laughs> well it would be interesting to have him be the trickster honestly i would I would love yeah. him to be the trickster, even if the intent was to have him for like one of the uh, the half season things go on or a full season thing, and then even if they killed his character off, so he didn't have to do it anymore if he didn't want to. Yeah, uh, just so that there was you know <laughs> something cool to go on with him uh, being involved. But I, I did love the fact that they they brought in the original Flash in there, uh, and then just having him play uh, the dad of his character before so. It was a nice touch, definitely. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I got kind of lost with this uh, with this pilot, um, as far as how it ends, because I, I just it left me intrigued. I didn't know what to think about that because I'm not, I, I'm not in as well versed in a lot of superheroes as I am with Batman, so. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've always liked the Flash. I've always liked uh, his character and everything. Uh, but I, I, I'm not familiar with that. I, I know that that's some sort of a comic tie. Mm-hmm. Well, let me throw that out a little bit because the Flash was one series that I actually tried to follow quite a bit when I was when I was younger, back in the '90s, when the show was first coming out. Uh, basically, they're they're putting in that time travel angle because. At some point, Barry is going to figure out how he can run faster than the speed of light and actually time travel. So mm-hmm. whether they bring that angle into the show or not, I'm hesitant with that because it's there. there's some really cool things that he can do by moving back and forth in time and you know traveling back and forth, uh, warping through walls and such by vibrating his body and vibrating molecules. That, I hope, is going to be showing up. But at the same time, this time travel angle... I'm not sure. 
Uh, although, um, oh. I, I think you know the only the only thing that's got me kind of intrigued with the the time travel. Obviously, he knows he's going to meet himself. Uh, or, mm-hmm. or meet the you know his younger version of himself because there's obviously a fight going on with uh, Reverse Flash and Flash. Yeah, right. In the past, when his mother is killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there there is that angle, and you know, it's like oh. So we know that there is going to be something going on, but I, I'm and, just worried that it's going to take a bad spin. Well, and they and they did touch on uh, like in that newspaper article at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, one, it shows Wayne Enterprises buys Queen Industries. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to the Flash disappearing in 2025. Uh, yeah. But I'm also wondering who the hell this doctor is that's uh, seemingly in a wheelchair that doesn't need it. Yeah, I... I don't know anything job... about him, and I was trying to dig it up, but I, I, I don't know anything about it, so... My jaw kind of hit the floor when he went into the hidden room and then all of a sudden just got up out of the wheelchair and is walking again. I think he isn't he supposed isn't the doctor supposed to be the old Flash? Ah, uh, ooh, that's a possibility. He could be Jay Garrick. Uh coming from Earth 2. That ooh. Mm-hmm. That would be really interesting for that. See, that's that's what I got out of him looking at the newspaper like this that was hit that when he disappeared, when that flash disappeared at the end, I thought that was him. Like, he disappeared from that time, you know, I, I don't know. Somehow he time-traveled back into the past. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. All as I can think of is this doctor has something, you know, that he's hiding from everybody, and it ties into future Flash at some point. So... I'm not really sure. Plus, who the hell is the the guy killing his mother? Because it's not his dad. It's not Barry's dad that kills his mom. It's some other... Like, that's yeah. what I'm waiting for, for this series to uh, explain. And they better explain it pretty I, damn fast. Okay, I, I, I'll tell you this much, because I've seen stuff online. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to get an answer to that. And that that's all I'll reveal. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for anybody, so... I'll just say we're going to get an answer on that. <laughs> oh, so they do answer that in episode two? Uh, not in episode two, but they, they will be answering it in a future episode. There's a okay, fight good. that's coming. That's that's what I'll say. <laughs> okay, good. That's good then. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to this with, with where it's going. So. <laughs> All right, awesome. Um, what do we think of the effects the special effects used for Barry's uh, speed. I like it. Yeah, it, it's it's not too bad. I, the only thing is, like, there's spots where you see him starting to run, and then, like, you see the lightning coming around him. I'm kind of like, I, I get what they're trying to do, but at the same time, I'm not sure I like that. That's mm-hmm. me. That's me nitpicking, I know, but, you know, that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I think for me, what what I'm gonna be because I actually looked at the description on my DVR for the second episode, even though I haven't seen it at as of this recording. What I don't like that they're gonna be doing is they're gonna be calling him the Red Streak. Well, they that did that with is, Arrow too. They called him the Vigilante, and then they started. Well, yeah, him. but 
the vigilante and then arrow and then eventually he'll become green arrow that that's a little different the red streak and the blue blur yeah this is it's it's aiming a little bit too much at smallville by calling him the red streak yeah um just for my own personal taste i'm not gonna take a point off the pilot just because of that because it wasn't even said in the pilot it's in the second episode as far as i can tell and it's one of those things where i don't know but as far as the special effects i love them i think they're great um, I thought the storm effects on the um, on on the brother um, was awesome. Oh yeah, that was great. That poor Mustang, oh, that oh. poor car. Damn it, oh. that poor Shelby. Well, the, the second one wasn't a Shelby. The, the black one that they rolled. No, 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 no. The 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 first one. Oh, oh, <laughs> that yes. poor Shelby. Poor poor Eleanor. Yeah. <laughs> Memphis is not going to be happy about this. <laughs> um. But yeah, the second one was a damn cool car, and it's a damn shame they rolled it, but I mean, it was a really cool scene. I think what I'm going to like best coming out of the pilot is once Barry learns how to control his powers more. Um, I do like how the first, uh, the entirety of the pilot, he, he goes from, you know, waking up, finding out about the powers, the two tech sidekick people... They, you know, then, you know, get him a suit, get him this, get him that and everything else, get him set up to do, you know, test runs. And he's actually learning. That's a good thing. Learning how to use the powers and not just have it somewhere in the show where, okay, you now have these powers. Ten minutes later in a 40 minute show, you now can control these powers completely without having to have had learned them and shown us that you've learned how to use them. So I like how they're gradually going to show us Barry evolving using the speed force. Yeah. And they kind of did that a little bit going back to the retro series. They they did do that a little bit with uh, John Wesley ship and Amanda Pace is that they were throwing him. They were having him run around in the suit and figure that out, figure out what to do. And then, you know, obviously having to deal with uh, his glucose crashes and whatnot, you know, just not eating enough. Right. You know, you'll you. I'm sure we'll see more of that coming. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know what the one cool thing about this show is that I really would like to see eventually. You know, they tie in the whole him having to eat thing, but they tie it into him having to do a commercial for light speed bars. <laughs> 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 I would love to see them reference the 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 justice league unlimited episode where he had to do that. I know it's a, it's a different, uh, you know, it was Wally and not Barry, but still, um, I want to see Barry be more proactive with his forensics as he grows with the powers. Like he's fine right now. And he's, he knows the forensics and he can, you know, give it to them, you know, give the information to them in a, you know, decent way but i i just i want more out of that as far as him being able to show up on time and that's one thing i don't want from the series i don't want them to be like oh well uh, you know i was off saving this person so sorry i'm late you know i don't want the <laughs> this is the one thing i do not want from the series i do not want it to turn into clark kent smallville as far as him constantly being late and being unreliable. Yeah. I do not want that to happen. Um, so, any other thoughts? Anything else we ought to discuss for the pilot? 
what was your favorite scene, Steve? Um, probably where he was running on the the airfield, which was also the home of like Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Kind of mythology there, but oh, I missed yeah, that. Ferris Aerospace, yeah. I yep. missed that link. So maybe we'll have a tie-in. I would like that. Oh lord. Well, there's talks that they may have like a Nightwing and they may have a um GL and uh, cuz essentially these guys that are that are doing Arrow and Flash are going to mm-hmm. be doing like a Teen Titans show on I I think TNT or, or something and then the Supergirl show on the other station. So there's possibility that they may try and intertwine them. Mm-hmm. It's got possibilities. <laughs> I don't know if I'd like that or not, but again, yeah. but uh, I, I personally, I think I if they can do the Flash and kind of pull it off with the powers and everything, I think I would like to see like a Green Lantern show. Yeah, in that I, I would just I would just hope that it doesn't turn into the movie, but that's that's a whole other <laughs> discussion. So, well, they yeah. couldn't afford all the CG, so you wouldn't get parallax. Thank yeah. God for that. Stupid yellow fear monster. That was so ridiculous. Yeah. So ridiculous. Um, All right. We are going to... Oh, Steve, did you have any... Or Doug, did you have any... Like your favorite scene or any other thing you wanted to bring up? Not really. I mean, probably the very end, you know, when they're staring at the newspaper. And I was kind of like, oh, my God, revelations. That was about it, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I think the pilot did very well. I, I think the show is going to do very well, especially because it is coming from the pedigree of Arrow. Um, I, you know, think that the CW is really, they've learned over the last, you know, 10 years or so how to go after, you know, partnerships to get these. Because let's face it, people, there's not. At least for people like the three of us, there's not a lot of quality entertainment on the CW these days. No. Really, the only thing they had going for them is Arrow and Supernatural. Everything else is... <laughs> Tomorrow People is really that bad. I, I wanted to watch well, it because I was interested in the original series, but... I I enjoyed it because I'd never seen the original series. Okay. So I enjoyed what I saw because my wife actually started watching it before I did. And I was like, eh, I don't really give a shit to watch another show. And she's <laughs> like, well, it's, it's actually pretty decent. And I said, okay. And so I watched it knowing, you know, that some of it was stupid and, and bad. But I, I watched it because I still enjoyed the, the structure anyhow. Um, so, but I wasn't surprised it got canceled. It, it didn't know what the hell it was doing half the time. So, um, but it's funny that they're bringing over one of them over to uh to flash yeah he's still got a contract he's got to fulfill or something <laughs> yeah cw's like yeah. we own you yeah. yeah pretty much and your cousin yeah. <laughs> all right we're gonna take a quick commercial break we'll be back after this with rating on the pilot and uh closing out the show hello geeks Want a podcast that covers a vast array of topics with no rhyme or reason? Then check out Altered Geek Unlimited, where the topics fly more or less off the cuff. We cover media news, TV, our favorite geek products, and of course, your feedback. 
So get altered, get geeky with the Altered Geeks every Friday on the GeekCast Radio Network. The Pull Bag is GCRN's comic book review and discussion-based podcast. Join me, your host, TF2 and Mike, and the rest of the GCRN crew as we make our way through the comics we are reading. Inside the Pull Bag, you'll also find back-issue classics and origins episodes of how we got into comic reading. You can find the Pull Bag every Wednesday on iTunes and on www.geekcastradio.com. Make your great escape into comics and jump into the Pull Bag today. Oh, yes. But think of the fun. Now for a behind-the-scenes look at GeekCast Radio Network's newest show, Talking in Circles. So, Chuck, Greg, what are you guys thinking for this week's show? Well, Dan, how about we just talk about the things that we've read or watched this week? We do reviews like that every week, Chuck. How about a game like Fact or Fiction or The Power of Names? Those are great, and we're always coming up with new ideas for games. And how about some top fives? You know how I love my top fives. What about tournament-style brackets, or sequel reboot and destroy, who will win in a fight, taking too far, crazy but true news, or... Yes, it appears we have lots of things to work on. Listen to Talking in Circles, taking timeless topics in new directions, every Tuesday on iTunes or GeekCastRadio.com, the GeekCast Radio Network. Hey, Dan, who's the guy with the creepy voice? All right, we are back, and it is time to exit stage left. Doug, what are you going to rate the pilots? Uh, zero to five lightning bolts. Well, because of how my wife reacted to this this episode, to the two episodes, the fact that I got her to sit down and watch the show, and she's already getting hooked onto it, I'm going to give it a five. Okay. I mean, it, it's it's got solid, it's got, you know... To, to use a bad pun here, it's got legs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this it being a good series that's actually going to carry through on CW, much as I hate to say that it's on CW. <laughs> right. What about you, Steve? What are you going to rate it? Um, I'm going to give it about a four. I mean, it. I, 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 I kind of try and hide away from the, the full-on perfect because I'm sure there's something that I'll eventually notice that'll bother me. Um, <laughs> but I, I would say it's pretty solid. I mean, overall, it, it didn't really leave me not wanting to see any more of it. I, I was actually pretty thrilled when I saw it and uh, um, got me excited to actually pick up the show. Plus, it gave me another show to watch with my wife that is comic plus, or comic book based. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And for me, I'm going to give it a four and a half. Um, I really did enjoy it. There isn't too much here that is negative for me at all. Um, I really, I'm kind of glad, but I really wish they would have also done this in the pilot. I wish they would have explained, like, who killed his mother. Like, we know it's a red and yellow blur. That's what we know. We know it's some sort of, whether it's old Flash or future Flash or reverse Flash or whatever the hell. Well, I think we're going to actually see that later it, on. It's going to be a seasonal thing. I, you know, it's, They're going to run through this to find out who it is over the course of a season, I'm sure. 
Right. No, and I understand that. I, I'm just saying, as the pilot, I, I think it would like. I don't want. I'm glad everything wasn't really wrapped up in a neat little bow. But at the same time, I wanted a little bit more explanation as to why the hell that person was there to kill her. Okay. Like, what did what did Mister and Missus Allen get into to the point of that this whoever this blur is that's there going to you know. I wanted a little bit more explanation on that. I do like the relationship between, you know, the family relationship between Joe, Iris, and Barry. I think that's really cool. Um, I'm kind of glad they haven't put Iris and Barry together right away. I think that's also going to be a seasonal thing where it's going to develop over the season. Um, So that's going to be interesting. But yeah, four and a half uh, lightning bolts out of five for me. Uh, Any other final thoughts, guys? Uh, no, just excited for more episodes of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I kind of have am seeing where it's going to go. Uh, I'm hoping, because there are some characters within the Flash universe that are just really hokey. <laughs> and I'm really hoping that they don't make them hokey. You know, uh, you know, flashing back to Super Friends and Captain Cold from Super Friends, I'm hoping that we don't get anything like that in here. Well, we are getting Captain Cold at some point. I don't know what he's going to, like, what kind of version he's going to be of the character, but we are getting Captain Cold. Because you can't have a Flash show without Captain Cold. Right. Because let's face it, I mean, that is one of his core villains. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be as hokey as the Super Friends. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see, you know, Captain Boomerang in there. Just. Let some of these guys be dead. You know, leave them out. Just go with something good. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Remote Control. Join us next time when Doug and I will be reviewing the pilot for Red Band Society on Fox. For now, I am TFG and Mike with Steve Megatron Phillips and Doug Abel. Make uh, that's the pull bag shit. Damn it. <laughs> Shut up. Tune in next time when we will all be fighting over the remote control. You've just listened to Remote Control. Thank you for tuning in to Remote Control. There are several ways to get in contact with us or leave feedback for the show. You can visit the website, geekcastradio.com. You can email us feedback at geekcastradio.com. Be sure to leave us feedback in iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at geekcastradio. Become a fan of us on Facebook by searching GeekCast Radio Network. You can call the voicemail line. Be sure to leave us your name and the show you're leaving it for. The number is 502-526-5821. We hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Remote Control. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. The world is changing at a rate like never before. So, why is an education? At Strayer University, we make transferring credits simple, create binge-worthy course content to keep you engaged, and design AI-powered tools to help you graduate. 
Welcome to the future of education. Strayer University, out with the old school. Enroll in Strayer University today and get a brand new laptop to help you finish your bachelor's degree. Laptop offer subject to restrictions and requirements. Strayer University is certified to operate by CHEV.